You all know what that music means. Yes. You have stumbled unwittingly into the steam room, and now there's no getting out. Yes. Hey, it's the holiday season, Ernie. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we appreciate everybody stopping by, and uh, it's going to be a fun show. By the way, this is Ernie Johnson with Charles Barkley, if you're not familiar, if you're not a loyal steamer. What? Why would they turn on the steam room if they didn't know who we were? Well, sometimes you unwittingly stumble into something like this. Or somebody says, hey, you ought to listen to the steam room. And they don't know who's on it. Uh, But it's you and me. This is going to be a little bit different this week. We don't have a guest. Okay. So there's not a special guest that we're going to be talking to. You know, every now and then it's, you know, you just got to step back. It's the holiday season. Yeah. And, but you know, what's going to be great later on? We set a steam room record for the number of calls that we're going to air from Chuck's answering machine. Really? Yeah. They're going to be a bunch. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I like that. And Tim Kiley will be along. Well, let's don't take the show down right away. He's got he's got a couple of gems from uh, from local news. First of all, what did you just mention him and gems in the same sentence? Yeah, and legendary. <laughs> no, no, but gems. Yeah. <laughs> He's, yeah. never, he's never been to a gym a day in his no, life. No, gym. G-E-M. Oh. oh, okay. My bad. He's got a couple of local news things that are gems. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was going to say, we don't mention TK and gems in the same sentence. But you already jumped the gun. You've already said your favorite phrase, first of all. First of all. And now, here's Chuck's segment, first of all. Okay. Uh, I don't like to start with bad stuff, but I got three things I really need to talk about. I want to start out talking about two amazing women. Carol Jenkins Barnett. She was a great friend of mine, her husband Barney. They own Publix. Yeah. You've talked about them before and playing in a, you know, a charity golf tournament. I played it every year. I played in it like 13 straight years down in Lakeland where Publix is located. We play with these special needs kids and they right. for some reason love golf. I originally was going to do it for one year. And now it's one of the first things I put on my schedule. Well, Carol passed away last week. She had, I want to say, early onset dementia. She kind of retired from public life about four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I just want to reach out to tell her family what a wonderful lady she was. Mm. I talk to Barney, her husband, all the time. And how is he doing now? You know, I, I don't know how to answer that question because... Even when you expect it, it's still hard. No doubt. And I want to thank him and Carol for everything they did for me. Number one, let me play in their golf tournament. But also, we got a Publix in my hometown that's the greatest thing ever. And we needed it. And uh, I just want to tell Barney, I feel for him, and I'm just thinking about it. And think about what she did, and they did as a team, yes. for the special needs community oh, uh, for all those years. So so the, her impact will be felt for years and years. Yes. Ago. Now, this lady here, her name is Lori Agresta. She's a good friend of mine. Been a good friend of mine for forever. Well, Lori's going to pass away soon. She's battled and battled and battled for a long time. And Friday, before this thing ends, she wanted to take one last gondola trip in Lake Tahoe. And all her friends are invited to take this last gondola trip with her. And I just want to tell her how much she means to me as a friend, the way she's handled this entire situation with class and dignity and grace. And she's a wonderful, wonderful lady. Uh, I got the news from her, one of her best friends, Dana, the other day that the end was close and 
her bucket list thing was to take one last gondola trip. So she's doing that this Friday, and I just wanted her to know she's an unbelievable lady. Uh, she's unbelievable. The third thing on my list is, man, I just want to reach out to the people with the tornado deaths. You know, watching that on television, I think we're up to 84 now, uh, people who died during the tornado. Mm -hmm. And I just want to acknowledge that because, you know, we're all in this thing together in the world. And to, number one, lose people, especially during the holidays, lose entire communities and all your belongings, it just sucks. It's amazing when you look at the the aerial footage. Oh. Especially when they, they'll have a shot of this is how this warehouse looked or this plant looked before and after. And it's just Devast staggering. Yeah. yeah. You you can't you can't even wrap your head around it, Chuckster. And 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 yeah, then you see you know, all these people who are picking up the pieces. Yeah. But at the same time are saying you know, I can look to my left and look to my right, and my husband's still here, and my yeah. wife is still here. But there are so many families now who can't do that. I yeah. mean, that just the the death toll was. Yeah, and they still stay. There's like fifty six of people still missing. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to acknowledge that. Like I say, it's tough to lose people anytime, but during the holidays, it it just really sucks. So I want the people to let them know we're thinking about them, and. uh all we can say is hang in there. And I'm going to finish up on a high note. Rob LaBritz. Yes. So, you know, we always, in sports, we talk about Tiger, Phil Mickelson, Michael, LeBron, Magic. But there are people in life who their goal is just to make it as a professional. And when I was watching the Golf Channel, which I, I watched the Golf Channel a lot, Shout out to my boy, Steve Sands, who's one of the best people I met. Mm -hmm. And this guy, Rob LaBritz, the emotion he showed with finally getting his tour card made me proud to be part of sports because just making it is a great accomplishment. I mean, this guy had been trying to get his tour card forever, but when he was hugging his friends and talking to his wife on the phone, it made me proud to be a sports person. <laughs> we did it. We did it. All the sacrifice, we did it. Oh, I appreciate you so much. You have no idea. And just to clarify, this is not a 25-year-old guy who's been trying for the last six years to get his PGA Tour card. Yeah. This is a guy trying to get his card to get on the Champions Tour. He's been one of these PGA professionals, you know, who teaches the game of golf. Yeah. And, and people always think, Chuck, that... Boy, if, if that's your job, you must play every day. Yeah. No, you don't. A lot of these guys don't get to play nearly as much as they would like to uh, because they're always teaching yeah. and they're running pro shops and that kind of thing. And for years when I did the PGA Championship, uh -huh. which always had 20 spots for PGA, yeah. you know, the club professionals who would go through their own tournament yeah. to try to get in the field. And every now and then they'd make a cut and it yeah. was, and it was awesome. Like the greatest thing. Yeah. But I remember, I remember Rob LaBritz being in the field several times for the PGA championship. So he's got game, Yeah, but to see him realize that dream to your Ugh. point is and 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 to just to see the emotion and, and and the appreciation he had for guys who came out yeah to watch and make and see if he was going to you know win this tournament and get in yeah 
Yeah, that's good for the soul. Because, you know, Ernie, no matter what sports you play, most people are journeymen. Mm-hmm. Like in the NBA, Durant, LeBron, Russell, James. Steph. De- Steph. Those guys are stars. But the bottom guys on an NBA team, they're only going to play in the league probably two or three years, most of them. And most players in all sports are journeymen. But to see his passion and emotion accomplishing what his lifelong goal had been, I just want to give him a shout-out. It made me proud, man, because you work so hard. You work so hard to make it. And most of the time, you don't make it. And to see him hugging his friends and calling his wife, man, it just brought joy to my heart. Yeah. And, he, hey, my man Rob going to have a great Christmas. Yeah, I mean, and you watch videos like that. Yeah. If it doesn't choke you up a little bit to see that yeah. and to see that genuine gratitude for being able to accomplish what he wanted yes. to, that's good stuff. That's yeah. that's the part of sports that, look, not everybody can be in the GOAT conversation, as you <laughs> yes. pointed out. Yes. There, you know, just a couple of couple of folks who can be in that conversation. Yeah. Most of there's that and there's everybody else. Yeah, everybody else. And to Rob Labritz, nice going. Nice man. going, awesome. man. I, that was awesome. Yeah. That's first of all. Yes. Here on the Steam Room. Uh, when we come back, the legendary, the legendary longtime producer of Inside the NBA, Tim Kiley, drops by with his own uh, unique take on the world. I've never really said that about TK, but I guess it, I guess it's <laughs> unique right. Unique is a good word for him. Back here on the steam room, I don't know about y'all, but um, we live in this situation where I know when I walk through the doors at Turner, I'm going to run into a legend. And it doesn't even have to be you. Wait. I just know on Tuesdays, the legendary Tim Kiley will be strolling the hallways. and Thank you, Ernie. And he'll be making his way to that plush Naugahyde chair. Absolutely. I guess Underdog and Alex are legends, yeah, too. Yeah, no, only me. They are legends, but... Uh, on a little lower rung than yeah, this guy. Yeah, exactly. The long, time, you, the long time producer of Inside the NBA. Thank Legendary you, Ernie. Tim Kiley. But uh, Ernie and I not only share legend status, we also share local TV status. You know that, I right? skipped that portion. Oh, you, you don't know what you missed, Chuck. Yeah, that's right, Chuck. Your friends in Philly last week were looking for a story, and you gave them one. Cap? Even if you were a shopaholic, you wouldn't name your kid King of Prussia right? Imagine driving by a mall and putting that name on the baby list. That's exactly what Charles Barkley did when he played here in Philly, and he talked about it on the Steam Room podcast with Ernie Johnson. Well, she's named after a mall, in fairness. (laughs) There's a Christiana Mall uh, in Delaware that I used to always go by. That's how she got her name, Christiana. Hold. Stop. Wait, what is it? You named your daughter after a mall? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just like the mall. <laughs> You're a mess, man. <laughs> he is the best. You got to love Charles. But Yuki, I know you covered Charles when he was a Sixer. Yeah. Did you know this? I had no idea. We're I. pretty good friends. But I can tell you this, though. I can vouch for that, sort of, because Charles played at uh, Cavaliers Country Club with myself and a few other guys, right there, which is yeah. right next to the Christiana Mall. So he was down there a lot. So he probably saw the name and, hey, 
I guess I think Maureen, his wife, had something yeah. to say about it too, but she went along with it. Rest is history. Yes, indeed. I've known <laughs> Christiana since she was a baby. That's great. That's Good awesome. stuff. Hey, you know what else is cool about that clip? Yuki Washington. Yes. Yeah, that's it. I was going to ask. That's his friend, right? No, he worked with Artie. I worked with Yuki at at WSB TV back in How the eighties. There yeah. we go. That's tremendous. Uh, he is one of my great friends. And the cool thing about uh, Yuki is he started out as a sports guy. Mm-hmm. Right now he's like the number one news anchor in Philly. He's just That's an great. awesome guy. We great played dude. a lot of golf down by Christiana Mall. And let's get one thing straight. Yes, Christiana's a beautiful name. I have never said it, it really wasn't is beautiful. Hey, nobody would question it until you brought up that you like the name of the mall. By the way, Cap, the producer here, told me, legendary producer, told me that he <laughs> always yeah. tried. He's, He's, He's tried to contact yeah. Christiana, and she says her phone is exploding. Wait, did you just use Cap and Legendary? Yeah, why um, not? Please stop. Among podcast producers, Legendary. Legendary, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. More. New York Post. Oh, no. Charles Barkley reveals he named his daughter Christiana after the Delaware Mall. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Sports Illustrated. Charles Barkley's reasoning for naming his daughter? I don't know. I just like them all. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I just like them all. (laughs) Anything you say just goes global. It also went viral. A underscore Edelstein pointed out that Christiana Mall is named after Christiana, Delaware, which is named for the Queen Christiana of Sweden. Delaware was originally a Swedish colony, later ceded to England. So one could say that the noble Sir Charles named his daughter after the equally noble Queen Christiana. Well, I should call her Queen Christiana, then. Yeah, there you go. Yes, I you like that. Queen Latifah, yeah. you know, whatever. Actually, Queen Latifah is actually one of my favorite people. Did you know that? I know yeah. that. I, Chuck, everybody's your favorite person. <laughs> That's funny right there. Pat Hughes says, and it's a good thing she was born before he was traded to Phoenix. Metro Center Barkley doesn't have quite the <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> Very nice, oh, Bill Hughes. Finally, the Christiana Mall themselves weighed in. And the Philly Inquirer writes, managers at the Christiana Mall located just off I-95 and about 40 miles south of Center City were thrilled to hear their tax-free shopping haven inspired Charles to pass on their name. We're honored that Sir Charles has such a strong connection to our center. We welcome him, his daughter, and family back anytime to visit their namesake says Steve Shambliss, the mall's senior general manager. I can't think of a better and more relevant ambassador to this region for Christiana Mall other than Philly's own round mound of rebounds, Sir Charles, said Joe Hope, the mall's vice president of leasing. Uh, Actually, what's amazing, I found out, is actually one of the few malls that's still in existence. So it must be a great mall. I can't think of a better or and more relevant ambassador in this region for Christiana Mall. Is it Christiana Christiana? How do you pronounce your daughter's name? Christiana. Christiana? Yeah. Why do we always say Christiana? That's the same thing. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> hey, listen. Depends on what the mall's pronounced, darn yeah. it. Because we've got to check with that. Uh, I pronounce it Christiana. This, this last thing, this story extended to Ernie. This is a Mimi. What do they call him, Chuck? What's a Mimi? I don't know. Here, here it's it is. It's a meme. <laughs> oh. What, have I got a meme now? When IG sends another ad because they heard me say something earlier in the day. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Great work, Cap. Uh, uh, that's well, now, honestly, have you spoken to her since all this blew up? She has not said anything to me about it. Maybe that's a, a sign to you. <laughs> may not be, have you talked to her? Y- I have. Uh-huh. I will admit, I was totally shocked she has not mentioned it. I, I was totally shocked because obviously when, when I said it, 
I didn't think was a big deal. And then clearly, people started calling me like, yo, man, you're crazy. <laughs> but she has not mentioned it. But I'm going to see her in person this weekend. And I'm really excited. Because it's the first time I've seen her when she's got like the baby bump working. Whoa. Yeah. She sent me a couple little baby bump pictures. And I'm finally going to get to see it in person. Sounding like a proud grandpa <laughs> already. Is there been a gender reveal? They're stupid. They're going to wait. Oh, that's I like smart. That. I uh, like that smart. I, that's what I always did. I never wanted to know. I want to know so I can start buying stuff. There will be plenty of time to start plenty buying stuff. You no, know, when the baby's here, you got to rush and buy it. I could get yeah. like a six-month head start buying stuff. And now, because like I'm one of those really good guys, like you buy the, the best time to shop is right after Christmas. Because mm -hmm. so they're trying to get rid of all that Christmas crap. Right. Right. So I could I could load up on stuff. Why don't you load up on some boys and girls stuff? And then the stuff you don't use, you could give away. Yeah, donate. Why would I do that? I'm spending twice the money. Uh-huh. Be be really big on it. It's you. baby stuff, Chuck. I know. It's baby stuff expensive. <laughs> Those strollers and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, no question. But, I, but and <laughs> here's the deal. So you don't know boy or girl. I do not. But when Christiana is here this weekend, perhaps you could go from mall to mall and pick out a suitable <laughs> name for the child. Actually, you know, Ernie, it's so funny you say that. If it's a boy, it could be Lennox. No. Yeah. I, I, no. Yeah. TK. Lennox Phipps. Hey, Phipps. No, Phil Phipps. Phipps, Phipps Plaza. I asked, was, asked TK, this yes. is how great our minds work together. I was just going to say, Lennox is not a bad name for a boy or a girl. Great mm -hmm. fighter. Yeah, I know. He's a great fighter. But Lennox for a girl wouldn't be bad either. Greenbrier? <laughs> <laughs> That's a resort, Ernie. Greenbrier Mall. No, there's a Greenbrier Mall, too. Where? Here in the metro Atlanta, you, at least there used to be. Okay. Perimeter Mall? Mall perimeter. of Georgia? I'm not naming my kid Perimeter. All right, there Gwinnett you go. Place. No, Gwinnett's not a name for a person. Gwinnett Place. What makes me laugh, all these other nitwits out here got these stupid-ass names trying to make fun of Christiana. Because Christiana's a great name. We're not making fun of Christiana. No, no, no. We but like I'm saying people like, I'm making like fun of me because I may name my daughter at the mall. I says, you people should have named y'all kids at the mall. Some of these dumbass names I'd be hearing sometime. By the way, here's a here's just a side note. This is yes. this is something that just hit me because I I feel like it's appropriate, because Chuckster has to do all this uh, shopping. Yes. For you know for the baby boy or girl, but he does it in person. You know he no goes question. to the mall yeah. because as he revealed to me and Kenny the other day, he has never ordered anything online. Never. First of all, y'all people are so lazy. Don't say y'all to me. I don't order anything online. I have never ordered anything online. If you're too lazy to go to the mall, you shouldn't be shopping. If you're gonna <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, if you're gonna sit your fat ass at the house and just waste money, <laughs> I got no respect for you. At least get off your damn seat and go to the mall in person and buy How about stuff? the ease of doing this? And uh, like Amazon will deliver yes. something the next day. I mean, you yeah, look at something. I, I agree. Oh, I need some I have, of these. I haven't Boom. gotten around to do it. I let Mar do it. She yeah. handles it. Oh, oh, and Cheryl Ann does too. She doesn't remember what she ordered. That's how bad it is. Oh, yeah. She's no, like, open all the box when I wonder what this is. It's yeah. like two Christmases at once. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, it's very exciting. See, you uh, know, I'm all excited for Christmas. I'm going to get the normal crap I get. Draws, <laughs> socks, draws, ties. <laughs> Draw. Hey, that's, you know what? What a waste that is. Who 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 buys you draws? My mother and grandmother, rest in peace, used to get me draws, socks, ties. <laughs> yeah. I get them houses and cars. I get draws and socks yeah, and but ties. That, I got bamboozled. That draws oh, thing yeah. leads into a, even another story that we don't need to pursue no, at no, this no point. No, no, no question. Well, that's what I actually, Ernie, I have to switch in gears. Evan Fournier has been struggling lately. Mm-hmm. 
and he blamed his recent struggles on a bad steak that he ate in San Antonio. That's the stupidest thing ever. My only question is, is and I'm afraid of what you're going to say, given what you said about the mall, have you ever had trouble with food on the road when you were playing? I've had a bad meal on the road, but that ain't got nothing to do with playing. I'm talking about in San Antonio, your favorite city. Even if you get a bad steak down there, you can wash it down with churros because, you know, churros are the national <laughs> food of Texas down in Texas. Hold it. You're going to wash it down with something that's not liquid. <laughs> exactly. So you're not buying the excuse. No, 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 no. You know, it's interesting. When, when I'm watching these NBA games, when they say a guy's a streaky shooter, I say, they're not taking good shots. Now, they're great when you take bad shots and go in, mm-hmm. but you can't have a steady diet of bad shots. It's very simple, TK. If you're open, shoot it. If somebody's contesting the shot, pass it. I wish I could put that on every locker room in the NBA because you see these guys like, yo, man, that's not a good shot. And the worst thing about a bad shot is when they go in, you're going to do it again. But it has nothing to do with bad steak? It has nothing to do with bad steak. He did have the class to say, I'm not going to name the restaurant. Well, listen, first of all, he's full of it. Let me tell you, explain why. He didn't eat a steak on game day. Nobody would eat a steak on game day. (laughs) So he had a steak the night before. By 7 o'clock tomorrow night, no matter what you ate, should not be a reason. What if you're weakened by maybe you had some violent reaction to a bad steak and you're up all night uh, for various reasons because uh, he had one bad game, Ernie. And then did he have one bad game? No, he's had he more. He struggled three or four games. So he up. got a lot because of bad, of bad steaks. Yeah, he, a lot of bad steaks. Got to go seafood. <laughs> got to go <laughs> seafood. There you go. Hey, Cap. While we uh, exit here, could I see the Ernie meme meme again? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> tremendous. That is tremendous. When IG sends another ad because they heard me say something earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh my! Uh, Stop. All right, see you next week, boys, or whenever we're gone again. Yeah, that was nice, uh, TK. That was, was a, there was a lot of substance, substance to that. There was that, a lot yeah. of beef to that. Beef. There was a lot of yeah, there yeah, was yeah. Some, steak. The Evan Fournier <laughs> segment of the legendary Tim Kiley. Thanks, Cap. Yes. Thanks, Cap. Chuck and Ernie in Steam Room. Come and join us in Steam Room. Chuck and Ernie in Steam Room. Leave your towel on in Steam Room. Chuck and Ernie in the Steam Room. Chuck and Ernie in the Steam Room. Leave your towel on in the Steam Room. It never gets old. Birthday wishes are in order for a member of the, the steam room crew. Who is that? Junior. Who? I've, I've always called her Junior. Uh, Audie. Yeah. Audrey Martin. Audie's awesome. She is awesome. Um, and she's also legendary, especially for the work she did on the on the documentary on the oh, Inside man. 30. Yes. Okay. And her, and her husband's a stalker. He walks up on me in Publix all the time. And uh, I think his name is Mike. John, you mean. Is it John? You sure it's not Mike? No, then maybe maybe there's a stalker named Mike that you're mistaking okay, for. I'm sorry, I part Audrey's so husband. No, it's, it, no, it's funny. He's bumped into me a couple of times at Publix. Mm-hmm. No, he's a really nice guy. And that makes him a stalker. When people walk up on me, I get nervous. You should stand back, stand down, soldier. Don't walk <laughs> up to me like you know me, even though I know you. Because I, I got oh, my. Oh, ha- oh, oh, 
though, even though you know me, don't walk up on me like you know me. Because even I see, if you know I, I, me, I see him like once a month. Uh huh. And I, in fairness, I kind of forget him a little bit. If you see somebody once a month, obviously. You thought his name was Mike. I see you every week. Yeah. When you walk up on me. Well, don't hey, you walk you, up on me either, That's Chester. exactly right. Yeah. You don't want no no stranger in your grill. You don't want this smoke. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you do want? You want the first call on Chuck's answering machine, 404-987-0330. We've got a record five calls wow. today. I All right. It. Here we go. You've reached Charles Barkley. Leave a message, America. Gentlemen, this is Frank from the Steam Room at the Four Seasons in Atlanta calling the Steam Room. Ernie, we've never met, but you make it seem like we're friends. I appreciate all you do on this podcast. You're such a great talent. Chuck, I did meet you once. My 10th anniversary with my beautiful wife, Carol. We were at the Ritz-Carlton Marina Del Rey. Shout out to our mutual friend, Fran, at the bar. She's the best. At TK, you are legendary. I'm a TV producer as well for the NBA. And your reputation precedes itself. Your control and your creativity is respected across the league. But Chuck, my question for you. Out of all the steam rooms you visited and all the hotels across the country, which steam room is your favorite? Thanks, guys. The best to you and all your fans. Wow, an actual call from a steam room as, as if you needed to be told that because there was a lot of echo in there. And I think we did pick up the gist of the, uh, of the comment from Frank. Well, so Franny is my girl at the Ritz Carlton Marina Del Rey, which is a great spot. It's a great spot. So I have spent a lot of time in there as a player. And when I go shoot commercials in LA, they always put us up at the, Mar- the Ritz Marina Del Rey. They got a good steam room there. What makes a good steam room, Chuckster? The size, because the last thing you want to be is really cramped. How much space do you need? How many people? I don't know. I. I want because I actually do sit ups in the steam room. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to exercise in the steam room. I do room sit or ups. It's, it's exercise is not sit ups. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But uh, the one there is good. I'd have to think about that one because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a steam room junkie. Like I'm not a sauna guy. Why not? I just don't like saunas. I kind of like saunas. No, I love steam rooms though. Mm-hmm. I do. When I played for the Suns, I used to sit in there like 15 minutes after games, just drink a couple beers. Probably not supposed to do that in a steam room either. Well, I got to get hydrated. Yeah. I don't want to get dehydrated. I'm already dehydrated from the game. I got to get my electrolytes back in. You need a new trainer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Hey, but Franny is the best bartender. mm -hmm. I mean, she's one of my favorite people. Well, that's one down, four to go. Call two. Hey, Chuck. Hi, Ernie. This is Soli again, single working mom from Pasadena. I called a couple months ago regarding, I guess it ended up to be the tasty menudo that Chuck likes. So my question to you, Chuck, I live in Pasadena. I live right at the end of the Rose Parade. I wanted to know if you or Ernie have ever been in a parade, and if so, which parade? Also, I'm inviting you over, and we'll have a big pot of homemade menudo for you and some tamales if you will be here for New Year's Day. As you know, menudo is great for a hangover. Love you guys. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you so much. 
I so have you been in a parade? Three. In my hometown, we had two Charles Barkley days, and I was the grand marshal at the Fiesta Bowl in Phoenix, um, one year. Mm-hmm. Is it the Grand Marshal? Yeah, Grand Marshal. I was yeah. a Grand Marshal of that. They have a celebrity. One every, one year was the great Eddie Robinson. I got to spend some time with him. What a great man. Rest in peace, Eddie Robinson, one of the great coaches of all time. So I got to be the Grand Marshal one year. And I can say, I think twice Leeds, my hometown. Shout out to Leeds, Alabama. They gave me two Charles Barkley days in my life. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's the only three times I've been in a parade. I've been in the, uh, I was in the Braves uh, championship parade in 1995 because my dad and I were part of the broadcast crew back in 95. Uh, I was in the WSB TV Salute to America 4th of July parade. Wow. Which used to go down through, and well, WSB was one of the sponsors. So we all, you know, a bunch of us got on the WSB float. Did you see the Braves parade this year? I did. When a guy was driving like 50 miles an hour? Yeah, it was quick. That was well, they, they were trying to do it in two play. We're trying to do it down downtown and out in Cobb County. And so I guess they figured hey, the best way to do that is like at 40 miles an hour. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> when, when they showed that, I was like, yo, hey. man. Yo, man. You hey, how are you? Come on. Hey, hey, oh, hey. You know what? What? You still haven't introduced me to Freddie Freeman. Am I supposed to introduce you to Freddie Freeman? Well, you got, you know, you have brave connections. You know what we should do? What's that? As as baseball season gets closer, assuming they're going to play baseball, we should have Freddie on. We should have Freddie on the steamer. Well, let's meet him first. I, I I've met him. I don't want. Yeah, no, that's why I said it. <laughs> you should introduce me to him. I'm a big well, fan. What am I supposed to do? And I want to meet. Uh, How am I? Am I supposed to take you somewhere? And, hey, uh, Freddie Freeman, can you meet me and Chuck over at the mall? Yeah, at like Orange Julius yeah. or Chili's or Fridays. Yeah, hook it up. <laughs> I assume I assume you know him. Yeah. So I want to meet him. Hook it up. All right. But but meeting him on the steam room wouldn't suffice for you. I don't want to be that guy who call you and they want something all the time. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I'm I'm the king of people call me when they want something. So I don't call people if I just want something. Okay. We'll work on the Freddie Freeman angle. We'll we'll work on that. Whole, uh, Albies. Ozzy Albies. Get him. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. I'm trying to think who else. Hey, fanboy, what else do you want? Uh, listen. You want him to sign some stuff for you, too? No, you I'm not. A, a, no, I'm not going to bug him. You want a jersey? Are you going to wear a throwback jersey? I'm going to just say this. My grandfather, Simon Barkley, yeah. was the biggest Braves fan in the world. Right. If I went to his house, and I'm not even exaggerating, this when they were on TBS every single day. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather was a great person. If I went to his house a thousand times, I'll say 980, the Braves were on. He had a Braves hat. <laughs> he, he loved the Braves. I'll bet he even listened to games on the radio. I bet, I, I bet he had a transistor radio. He just loved the Braves. So I, I've always kind of been a Braves fan because of that. Because he watched the Braves every single day. I didn't realize you were such a big Freddie Freeman fan. I, I just like the way he handles his business, the way yeah, he no carries himself. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, is that only two calls down? Yeah. Good. We, we still have three to go. Yes. And they just keep on getting better. Oh, we, we don't know that yet. Hi, guys. My name is Mike. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, when I was a senior in high school in 1993, I got my very first replica NBA jersey, and it was a Phoenix Suns Charles Barkley jersey. My question to both of you is, 
Which player was on the first jersey that you ever owned, whether basketball or any other sport? Ooh, wow, that's a great man. question. Number one, thanks for the love wearing the Barkley jersey. That's, that I, is a good question. I Shrekster. don't think, number one, we couldn't afford jerseys. I think the first jersey I got was probably mine, like in high school and college. But because in Alabama, so we don't have any other professional sports. So the jersey thing didn't come into play for us. I could see if you lived in Atlanta, you know, you're going to get a William Andrews jersey, a Dale Murphy jersey. Mm-hmm. What was Bob's name? Bob, Bob, I used to love Bob. What's his last name? What are you talking about? He, the third baseman. Bob Horner. Yeah, Bob Horner. Bob yeah. Horner. Uh, Dale Murphy, I got to know through Danny Ainge. But Bob Horner. Murphy's a great guy, by the way. Uh, Murphy's a, and should of, be in baseball's Hall of Fame. Yes, and he's one of the greatest people I ever met. Yeah. Uh, but Bob Horner, for some reason, I loved Bob Horner. Mm-hmm. But like a, to get back to my point, in Alabama, we don't have any other professional – we don't have any professional sports. So the jersey thing really doesn't come into play. And when I was growing up, I don't think that many that many kids were wearing jerseys too. I mean, I think the jersey thing is relatively yeah. relatively new. I mean, there was certainly no stores when I was growing up that had, oh, yeah, uh, look exactly. at these jerseys and with the, with the name and all that stuff. Um, Can I get my three rules too? I wish you would. Okay, guys – Look at me. Look right here. Look at Chuck's mug. There's three <laughs> rules to jerseys. A little kid, somebody who used to play, or a hot chick. Them, now, all the three people can wear a jersey. If you're not in that group, <laughs> do not put your ass in a jersey. Please stop the madness. <laughs> I love that. You know, and, and you know what? I, I, I will admit something to you, Chuckster, to point number three on your uh, on that list. Yeah. When I was growing up, I fell in love with Susan St. James because she was on McMillan and Wife and always wore that, uh, like a 49ers jersey. Is that Dick Ebersol's wife? Yes, Susan St. James. Let me tell you something. What? Well, you know, Mr. Ebersol is the reason I'm in television. Oh, I know. You talk about a legend. So I thank him for all my success in television. But I got a chance to meet Susan. And she was one of the most kind people. She is. She was one of the most kind. I mean, obviously, she was very talented. But she was one of the most kind people I had ever been around. And uh, anytime I think about Mr. Ebersol and her, it just warms my heart because she was awesome. But Dick Ebersol is the reason I'm on television. And I thank him publicly all the time because he's the best. No, they are one of the most caring couples you will ever meet. Yes. And, uh, and just legit all the way. Yes. That's for sure. Call number four. Hey guys, this is Jackie from Minnesota. My question, I was just curious with the show and you guys are recording the podcast now on Tuesdays, um, seems like you might have some extra time off or an extra long weekend. So just curious what you guys are doing with your extra time off. Well, Jackie, n- number one, I work for Nitwits. Let's get that out the way. Is that a company? Yeah, our company, the Nitwits. Why would you say that? Because we're going back to Thursday when football's over. Uh-huh. And there will also be the Adam Lefko, Candace Parker, D. Wade, Shaquille O'Neal, Tuesday nights, and we will go back to Thursday. I love Candace and Adam and D. Wade. I love those guys. But this Tuesday... Are you, did you intentionally leave Shaq out of that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Ernie, I'm loving this Tuesday thing mm-hmm. because the way it normally works is I fly in on Wednesday work all day Thursday, 
and then screw half of my day up trying to get back to the desert. I'm loving flying in Monday, working on Tuesday, going home on Wednesday, and having the rest of the week off. It is flat out awesome. Even though it's the same number of days between shows, it does just feel different, Chuckster. It, it really it, does. It, it feels different because yeah. you get the rest of the week. Like when you fly Wednesday, work Thursday, then fly Friday, because you want you want that weekend. You want that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. Like no, yes. no flying on Friday. None. Well, it's too bad because that's going to change. I know. But, but she's that's asking That's why I too. said I work for doofuses. What have you been doing? I've been playing golf every day. I'm playing with Roy Green, yep. my boy Brennan, and Truck Robinson, and Eddie Johnson. I'm probably the best player of the group now. I'm well, not going to lie. I, that doesn't surprise me, the way you've been hitting the ball. Yeah. You know what I did this weekend? What's that? Went to a concert. Who? P.J. Morton, our, oh, fr man. our friend. You know, he got a song out. I've got Yeah, I've got to check it out because I think it's it's uh, Grammy-nominated again, and he's won a couple of Grammys the last couple is. of years. It's a collaboration with a couple other folks, I believe. Because, like, right now, I'm into her. Uh-huh. She's flat out awesome. I think it's a collaboration with her. Her and Lizzo and Dan and Shay. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm listening to right now. Well, PJ was awesome. I mean, you know, PJ, we've had him on our show before. Oh, yeah. One of the uh, Atlanta radio stations put it on. And it was and it was just this small thing. Bring, you know, bring toys, you know, oh, for kids awesome. down to the city winery, which is a great venue. And it was just PJ and his keys. And he's the he's the keyboardist, if you don't know. He's the keyboardist for Maroon 5, but a wonderful uh, musician in his own right. Yes. And an even better man. And Wade Jordan, his his manager, is a yeah. good friend. So it was uh, it was wonderful for me and Cheryl Ann to, to kind of hang there at the City Winery Sunday night and see them. And That's nice. And it was a, yeah, it was a very, very, very good night. So, um, okay, roll the next one. Hello, this is Sir Charles. Greetings from the St. Louis area. My name's Kimberly. I just wanted to express my gratitude and my thanks, Charles, for your words, love, and support for people in the LGBTQ community. Um, Charles, you said some crazy things over the years, but I think people know that when Charles Barkley says it, he means it. My oldest child is in the transgender community, and I've heard them say things about public personalities who they have admired their whole lives and heard them say, oh, well, they hate me because they, they've said some very um, hurtful things about the transgender community publicly. And you're not trying to sell this community anything. You're not trying to get their votes. You are just trying to um, express love using your platform. So I just want you to know that um, when, when they played your podcast, and they heard those words from you. If you're gay, if you're transgender, I love y'all. Know that when you say it, it has tremendous weight and it means an awful lot. And I just wanted to say thank you. Our name, you know, they like you have a heart of gold anyway, so, you know, we just assume that's right you. Happy holidays, folks. Well, let's get one thing straight. I have never said crazy things. Let's get to that the way. <laughs> I, I, no, you know, I just wanted my gay, lesbian, transgender friends. Like, because my thing is, any form of discrimination, it's just wrong. Uh, Anti-Semitism, this Asian hate going on, 
Like I'm against any form of hate and especially being black. I know about racism being black and I'm always going to try to be consistent. There's never going to be any racism, sexism, homophobic on my watch. Like, you know, it was interesting, and I hate bringing this up because it's neither here nor there. When those emails came out about John Gruden, and there's a lot of people on those emails, I can 100%, I'm not saying I'm the best person because I got some issues too, but I can promise you one thing. If I was on a text chain or, or an email chain and somebody was racist, sexist, homophobic, uh, anti-Semitic, anti-Asian, I'm going to call them on it because you don't get to cherry pick discrimination. And so thank you for the call. First of all, Chuck has never said nothing crazy. Let's get that out the way. But thank you for your call. You've said some things that make people crazy. <sighs> Ernie, I think you need to go back and look at the tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't control people's reaction to right. what you, you say. You go back and look at the and tape. And I'm not saying you say crazy stuff, yeah. but I'm just saying that, that there you've said some stuff that is... Yeah. Uh, has drawn some crazy reaction, but what you had to say and what the what the caller was talking about is right on right yeah. on the mark too. And um, look, be a better human, man. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that this year. You haven't been wearing, wearing it. Well, I'm doing this doing this on uh, on a game day. Yeah, and so when I when we were doing the from, uh, from home, we were doing it on the Zoom, yeah. I could always wear the hoodie or the t shirt. Yeah. And I still I need to get you taken care of by my guys at Combat Flip Flops. Well, feel feel free to get what around. What size to it. are you wearing now? Double XL T. Double XL T. Yeah, yeah. I know tall. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, okay, we will. I will work on getting you. You want a hoodie? Uh, I'm not a hoodie guy. Really? I, I, I I'm not a hoodie guy. You just want a t shirt. Just a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. The be a better human. By the way, those the those folks at uh, Combat Flip Flops um, have done so much for the, uh, especially the women of Afghanistan. Yeah. And um, these are all vets who have uh, who have come back and have seen what it's like there and have started this line and and benefited so many women over there in Afghanistan. So uh, check them out. CombatFlipFlops.com. Meantime, Chuck, I will get in touch with my. With my folks. Yeah, please. I appreciate and it. And we will get you a double, at least, a, I don't know if they got the T, but the double XL. Well, then you should probably get me a 3X. Then. Okay, then we'll get you a 3X. Feel free. It's only been like three years. Or or maybe then, maybe there's maybe there's a pup tent with their logo on it that <laughs> okay. would fit you. Okay. You never know. Hey, it's the uh, holidays. It's the holidays. <laughs> it's the holidays. Um, so that was our, those are our five calls, right? Thank you that for was, calling in. Man, I, I do, I do enjoy those. Thank you for calling in. That's pretty special. It just kind of injects some new content into the show where you don't know exactly yeah. where we're going to go. And suddenly because of a call, yes. it takes us down that road. By the way, uh, mentioning, uh, PJ Morton, my yeah. friend, um, uh, nominated in 2022 for, uh, traditional R&B performance with, uh, bring it on home to me. So, oh, here it is. Let's see. Check him out. Not only a great musician. Great person. Even better man. Yes. That's for sure. That's it, Chuckster. Happy holidays, brother. Merry Christmas to you. A Merry Christmas. We're, we're getting there. We're getting Can there. Can you believe it's under two weeks? <sighs> I wish it was faster. <laughs> Don't you need the two weeks to shop in person? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I do not. <laughs> I do not. 
All right. Uh, so this has been a fun show. TK was great. Uh, oh, Lord. Chuckster uh, with uh, being a grandfather. I know. Approaching. Christiana coming down. Pregnant so you can see her for the first time. Oh, I'm so excited to see her pregnant. Man. This is exciting. This is it an exciting is. time of the it year. It is. That's the Steam Room, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you uh, listening. Thanks to uh, all the loyal steamers. And we will uh, talk to you again uh, next week. <laughs>